Welcome to the Gatecast. Presented by Alan and Mike. Lucy, I'm home. I am not Lucy. Oh, you're right. We'll just upload a computer virus into the mothership. I was going to do my living room like this. Well, so my recommendation is that anyone attempting to leave the mountain should be shot on sight. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Gatecast episode 222. And are now slightly older, but not necessarily wiser, repeat guest. <laughs> Morning, fellas. Hello, everyone. Yeah, it's good to have Brad back. Indeed. The poor boy had to work on his birthday. <laughs> ah, well, it's life. Go on, tell the folks what time it is. Uh, and it's one o'clock this morning. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, we didn't twist your arm. You have a good birthday then, Brad? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Was there cake? There should always be cake. And I got custard tarts from the bakery, so... Didn't you say it was 1am, not 10 minutes ago? Time really does fly. I had to get up at 1am so I could get far enough up the highway to have this little break. As I pointed out to Mike, I may not be my usually sparkly self because I've been having stomach pain since the weekend before last, and the last three or four nights it's woken me at 4am. Oh. If yeah, you're used to getting up at 4am. The fun. The joys of it all. But thank fate for undemonstrative fins. The graphing algorithms class, which is one of the few lectures during which I actually sit there and go, uh, what? He says, okay, I've demonstrated this now. Can you prove how you would do this? Give me a moment so I can sign in as not me. And Finn's just sat there going, we're saying nothing. So he goes, okay, I'll give two bonus points on the assignment score to someone stand up. Still nothing. Three bonus points. Still nothing. I said, fine, I'll do it. You're never going to be right if you fail to act because you have a fear of being wrong. Mm. His name's Vladimir, and every time he talks, I keep thinking of Zelenka. <laughs> Lovely. I have a lecture being given to me by Zelenka. Although he doesn't have glasses, he looks nothing like the actor in question. He just reminds me of Zelenka. And I see a tweet from you, Brad, which says, okay. <laughs> hmm. Do we still have Mike? Yeah. Oh, yeah, have us. The marvels of technology. Well, quite. You can hassle me about continuing if you want. I haven't got around to watching it yet. Me neither. Oh yeah, I figured that. But well, I will say, assuming you've seen episode two of Continuum, yep. they've gone really dark this season. You get the impression that when all said and done, Kira will turn out to be the bad one. <laughs> and Alex will turn out to be the good one? I have no idea, but you know, when you saw her as a well, as a teenager, yeah. you know, she's fully in support of the government. Which are basically the corporations. Yeah, and We've always thought so far, it's, oh, she wants to get back to her family. Her son and her husband's more important. But I wonder if it's just more likely she wants that timeline, regardless of the consequences. It seems vastly more complicated than it was. They've done a bit of a fringe. They could go off in pretty much any direction. But uh, I really didn't expect, what's his face? As soon as I spotted him in season one, I thought, oh, it's the guy from Dollhouse. Tamworth. Yeah, the mayor. Even now, the way their world is shaping up, it's so corrupt. So you've got corporations back in the police department, for Christ's sake. It reminds me more of Robocop than a Blade Runner in terms of future dystopia. Yeah. If you want something that's basically Blade Runner, the TV show, that's almost human. Have you ever experienced uncontrollable bouts of geekdom? If so, the Anomaly podcast may be right for you. In clinical studies, Anomaly's interviews, convention reports... Commentary on geek culture, games, sci-fi and fantasy television, literature, and film provided a feeling of fullness while promoting health for optimal geekiness. (laughs) I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. And when you're not listening to this glorious podcast, we would love to have you listen to ours. The Anomaly Podcast. That's A-N-O-M-A-L-Y podcast.com. <laughs> Am I hearing a cicada? No, truck reversing. He's come in for his 15-minute break, and now he's hopefully going to get away. 
That's quite a game. You understand why go I on, thought shoot, this game. Off you go, because of the noise they make. That's something that really touched me about the first Grand Theft Auto game. If you stole a truck, it was the top-down one. But if you stole a truck and you went backwards, it made beeping noises. <laughs> Little details like that made it a good game. Well, that and the most vicious hook in the demo version ever. You'd play, and after literally five minutes, because it was basically the full game without missions, after five minutes, the thing froze and a message popped up saying, enjoy the game, want to play for longer? Buy it. I'm thinking, you evil, evil, evil. <laughs> Get you interested, get you hooked, and it worked. I bought it less than a week later. But... <laughs> hmm. Oh, that's who I wanted to mention. Uh, you're watching Justified, aren't you? Yes. I saw Eric Roberts as a one-off episode. Yeah. And I looked him up. I think he has 342 screen credits as an actor. <laughs> yeah. He's done a lot. He's a name, isn't he? You can't deny the fact that he's a Roberts is a name. Is he related to Julia? Uh, yeah, he is, isn't he? Uncle or something? Eric Roberts, yes, he is Julia Roberts' brother. Mm. In fact, he started acting before she did. I see. Now, you see, if he dressed up in a miniskirt and (laughs) played a hooker, who knows? (laughs) Ah, that's just a really disturbing image. (laughs) It was in, uh, oh, was it Shocktopus? You should know that. (laughs) You're asking us. You're asking, you are the sci-fi movie of the week fan. Sharknado 2's coming this summer. I know, I haven't <laughs> on your Google Plus. But... <laughs> okay, are we ready to roll? Yep, my video's ready to go. Yep. Time yep. Right. <clears throat> Post fence guy, I think, today. Trey, Twoll, Et, Clicky. Previously on Stargate SG 1. Ooh, space shot. Nice space shot, my cappy. Yes, any episode that starts like this is alright by me. Yeah. Yay, Valor! Yeah, throw Valor into the mix, even better. I'd be quite willing to throw Valor pretty much anywhere. Ring any bells? He is a girl known for his many appetites. <laughs> Significant pause. <laughs> it is, isn't it? <laughs> Says so much. Who figured out how to activate all the Stargates in the galaxy at once? Didn't Val mention that? <laughs> of course he didn't. Yeah, of course. Yeah. This is Landry putting the knife in. Mm. And you'll stay there till you come up with a defense against the Ori. What would possibly compel me to do that? Hunger. <laughs> the horror. <laughs> the horror. <laughs> ah, action start. Yeah, because looking behind you really helps you run away. Yeah, mm. just run in a straight line as fast as I can. What did you say to them? Look, obviously it didn't go so well. Is it Mardi Gras? Not in uniform. <laughs> Different weapons. I think they're undercover. Mm-hmm. Can we please just fall back to the gate? Amanda looks quite fetching in that, but let's face it, Amanda looks quite fetching in anything. I saw one of our listeners was giving out to us about uh, some comments we made about Paul and somebody else. Those guns look a bit wimpy, to be honest. We cannot hold this position. Mm. What the hell? Hey, oh. <laughs> what did you press, Daniel? <laughs> <laughs> Guys! We got a problem! Yeah. Uh, not the first time. Just hurry up and over the dam! <laughs> There's not a lot of cover behind those rocks, really. No. No. <laughs> Any competent marksman would be picking them off easily. Now, that's a nice teaser, shortened to the point. Mm. Yep. Off the Grid, Season 9, Episode 16 of Stargate SG-1. Gatecast, Episode 222. The episode got its US premiere, February the 10th, 2006. We got it in the UK, February the 14th, and the Canadians, February the 23rd. The French got it July the 17th, Japan May the 28th, 2007, and the Swedes October 25th, 2007. There are a few shows with episodes of the same name, Judging Amy, Buying Alaska, Missing, 30 Days, The Chow Show, Unique Eats, and Portlandia. Peter DeLuise, the director of this episode, he went on to direct seven episodes of Stargate Universe, six of Atlantis, and 56 of SG-1. He also directed episodes of Andromeda, Jeremiah, Sanctuary, Kyle XY and Cedar Cove. Alan McCullough, the writer of the episode, he wrote 10 episodes of SG-1, 
11 episodes of Atlantis and a single episode of Universe, as well as writing on Sanctuary, Lost Girl, Tracked and Rain. Oh, flashback time. That looks like rather mutant porn. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Really? Because it looks diseased. I believe Lieutenant Mooney described it as sweet corn heaven. It's alien corn. He's still craving it, sir. He didn't even want to leave the planet. I had to restrain him to get him back here. It's amazing. Obviously, you never had my grandma's cornbread and black-eyed peas. <laughs> no. <laughs> Doesn't sound appetizing. <laughs> um, what about the rest of the population? Were they demonstrating any of the same addictive behaviors? Everybody was fine when we first got there. A fight broke out in the marketplace when supplies ran low and my men and I had to move in to restore order. That's incredibly good <laughs> corn. Well, there's something going on. I just didn't think it would... It's all right. I doubt it. What does Dr. Lee have to say about it? I mean, it's good to have Dr. Lee mentioned, but does he have to do everything when uh, Sam's busy elsewhere? He's the most qualified. Get all the population Jones in for space corn. I don't know. I also do not believe that to be likely. Because it doesn't really fit their MO, does it? Besides, there was no evidence that a prior had ever been there before. Colonel Reynolds, and once again, Eric Brecker. You can reasonably seen in the web series Force for Hire. We did not suspect tampering with the food supply. Colonel, were you able to determine where this casa came from? Well, someone's house, logically, you know, me casa, su casa. To be honest, I don't know if it's accurate. Oh, come on, that was mildly amusing. We'll find out what you can, but try to stay under the radar. Will do. A new gate sequence? Mm-hmm. Nope. That looked more like an Atlantean gate sequence than a... Hmm, I changed it up. Yeah. And that's Peter New as the former. He's a Canadian actor. He's been in Motive, Delete, Fringe and Smallville. Does a hell of a lot of voice work. Always more tasty when you pick it off the uh, <laughs> vine, so to speak. First mm, one. Nom, nom, nom. Taste testing the produce, huh? Yes. So? <laughs> Please. I have two daughters. It's like a duo. <laughs> Who are you? What do you want? We're looking to buy some casa. It is available at every market. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're looking for a sizable quantity. Mm. Oh, <laughs> Costco then. Yeah. I can maybe spare you one or two carts full. Huh. How much for the whole field? Hey. <laughs> He's going off script. Yep. As in the Lucian Alliance? What other alliances do we know? <laughs> Many. <laughs> uh. The Lucian Alliance will know you have come. They have eyes everywhere. Great. Because we're looking to set up a meeting. Maybe you can arrange that. They look very swashbuckly. Hmm. Worrell is... This is his land, his crop. He lives in a house just up the road. Well, tell him Mr. Shaft. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> Any specific time, or should I just block off the whole afternoon? I will arrange it. But I must warn you, he will not take kindly to your request. I don't think this is really a good idea at all. Yep. If the minion seems to be scared of him. Hmm. <clears throat> what the hell was that? What was what? We're supposed to stay under the radar. I doubt if this world possesses such technology. See, when he's right, he's right. Sam has a point. We're not equipped to take these guys on right now. Let's have a conversation. Who looks the most badass? Yeah. Poses a buyer. You? Well, no offense, Jackson, but you do not strike me as the drug dealer type. In fact, you're not even close. I think I'm as close as you are. Come on, you're miles away. Teal, which one of us is closer? I believe the three of you to be equidistant. <laughs> <laughs> Bitching, well done, Teal. Teal's sort of casual, pithy remarks. <laughs> <laughs> Very poppin'. Yeah, that were Brad Wright's contribution to the script. Find out what I can, tell them the price is too high, and then... I tail it out of there. Yeah. What could go wrong with that plan? That's going to end well. <laughs> is Michael happy with this outfit we showed off his biceps? <laughs> He's been working hard over the year, year and a half. Got to show something for it. This was a bad idea. It doesn't look too warm there, to be honest, considering the growing corn-like produce. Hmm. Yeah. Ooh, lots of people. <laughs> yeah. Wakey, wakey. They are heavily armed. Thank you, Tia, for pointing out the glaringly obvious. This is the man I told you about, Mr. Shaft. Hey! Will you stop saying that, please? <laughs> you must be Worrell. We're your friends, mister. I figured you'd rather deal one-on-one. -on -one. Call me Shaft. 
Who told you Casa was grown here? Uh, my business. You get to know the right people. What right people? You know, the good, hard-working type. Tell you what you want to know, then disappear. <laughs> Damn you, stop asking questions. My imagination will only go so far. Hmm. Pity they ain't got the listening devices. Yep. Hmm. Uh, that is Worrell. He's Vince Carosa and a Canadian actor. He's been in NYPD Blue, Common Law, Lie to Me, and once again, another prolific voice actor. If we remain here, we will be discovered. Let's hope it doesn't come to that. This facility was uh, actually built by a Bollywood production. Mm. Mm. <laughs> steady, boys, steady. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think I carry a weapon? Enough. They haven't checked the box on this crutch. <laughs> what can I do for you? I represent a coalition of seven planets with a combined population of 30 million casa-hungry souls. Seven planets, 30 million. Mm -hmm. Not a very uh, populous. No, I don't think if he was in charge, he'd be dressed like that. So if you could just refer me... Refer you. Higher up. <laughs> this really won't end well. No. I mean, Cameron really hasn't done this sort of thing in, in the real world, so to speak. <laughs> Your needs. Oh, there he is. <laughs> Be thankful you're not bent over the other way, mate. <laughs> we have ways of making you talk. Yes. Actually, it's just Shaft. Mister is more of a courtesy title, so if you could just pass it along to your superiors, that's all I'm asking. I'm forced to wonder what someone like yourself, a businessman representing... How many planets did you say again? Seven. But one of them's actually a moon, so... So 30 million potential customers. And you need me to arrange a meeting with my superior. See, now... You're selling yourself short. They probably started a bit too far up the ladder. He really needed a referral. Yeah, I think he's in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> right. Does not look good. As are we. So are we. So are you, mate. So are you. Joker hmm. being remarkably pithy today. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that deliberately meant to look big? Yeah, it's a little kind of... Oh, we don't take... They're not going to show us exactly how we escape. Of course no. not. Why bother <laughs> to pay for the stunt? What did you say to them? Look, obviously it didn't go so well. Yes, this is <laughs> where we came in. Hmm. They had a few problems when they were shooting this scene. There's uh, some barns nearby which had the horses in them. So even though this part of the countryside is used extensively filming, yeah. gradually getting built up as time goes by. Guys! What's taking so long? We got a problem! Just hurry up and open the dam! Yeah, well done Cameron, your plan failed. <laughs> okay. Okay, here's an obvious question. You're surrounded! Drop your weapons! Well, technically yeah. they're not surrounded. No, they're well, uh, flanked, though. Oh, oh, okay, fair enough. Maybe they are surrounded. Mm. People that have been there for the last 20 minutes. <laughs> you just, yeah, just waiting for you them. just shoot them in the back? Mm. <laughs> What's Tilk thinking? Damn you, Cameron, damn you. Remarkable amount of Amanda cleavage there. Yeah. Why exactly do I have to have this top cut so low? <laughs> because <laughs> the fashion of the world, except it. Chevron four encoded. Chief, how long are they overdue now? Two hours, sir. Colonel Mitchell's never missed a check-in. Well, never. Surely not. Chevron five encoded. General Landry, sir. I just spoke with Dr. Lee. He's determined the plant contains a highly addictive psychostimulant. Which just confirms what we already knew. But we didn't know it as engineered which means it didn't evolve naturally. Chevron 6 encoded. We're going to get lots of references to Dr. Lee, but we're not going to see much of him. <laughs> Walter Sirius' glasses are on his head. <laughs> Believe it or not, the corn was originally going to be bananas. <laughs> Base bananas. Run a diagnostic and try again. Yes, sir. That's it, Amanda. Breathe in. Mm. <laughs> Everybody, this is Worrell. Trust me, mister. You won't get the best of me again. Actually, it's Mitchell. Cameron Mitchell. I tried to explain the uh, Mr. thing. I don't think... How did you steal it. the Stargate? What? 
SG-1 shows up on my little backwater planet and the Stargate vanishes, I'm not a fool. Perhaps not. But we are not responsible. We were here on a reconnaissance mission. Ah. So you were done slaying system lords and decided to move on to more pressing agricultural concerns? That's exactly it. Corn patrol. <laughs> oh, I have a question. They're too well known. Mm. There was some concerns about this story. Amanda alone in a compound full of men. Yes. <laughs> Significant cleavage level. Especially tortured, interrogated. You know, there's, there's parts of this story could have gone which have been very dark. Mm-hmm. <sighs> That's it, Daniel. Call your captors stupid in a roundabout sort of way. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they rarely go according to plan. How does he expect them to return it when they're tied up and can't communicate with anyone? <laughs> There's no signal whatsoever. It's got to be a problem with the off-world gate. Get me Colonel Emerson on board the Odyssey. Yes, sir. Right away. How many ships do they have for the RI to blow up? Eventually five. Yeah, this is number three. Nice to see Captain Marks getting helm on another ship. Mm. Colonel, how goes the shakedown? 90% of our primary systems are up and running, sir. Care to take a ride? Another time. Every ship must have a big screen. Yes. It's not in front, it's close enough. And this is the first appearance of Colonel Paul Emerson, played by Matthew Glaive. He's an American actor. He's recently been in Hawaii Five-O, Perceptions, Army Wives and uh, Las Vegas. He eventually appears in six episodes of the show. They were the first after the events on Tegalus. I can't think of a better first operational mission for the Odyssey than to bring home SG-1. So that's the first mention of subcutaneous locator chips? Mm. Yes, because as you recall from Ithon, they basically unclipped him from the wrist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Attention all decks, this is Emerson. Prepare to engage hyperdrive. Take us out. With pleasure, sir. You won't be needing this anymore. As we know, that introduces all sorts of problems, because if you can be beamed out at any time, you're never going to get into trouble, are you? Mm-hmm. Ah! Seriously, why would we take the Stargate away before we had a chance to escape through it? Don't say bad timing. Poor Daniel. <laughs> Hang on a minute. He's it, Sam. It's within your power to change that. Torturing us is not going to get you the answer you're looking for. I don't want to torture you. In fact, if you tell me the location of the Stargate, I'm prepared to release you. Oh, you are not. I can't, can you believe he just said that? You've already blown your chance. Whoever took your Stargate is long gone. And when your superiors discover that you have let the real thieves escape, it is you who will be tortured. Smoke look number two. You know, amazed the more people haven't just shot you. <laughs> <laughs> On general principle. <laughs> Which could explain why we haven't been able to dial 452 and contact SG-1. Exactly, sir. In fact, the trust tried this once with our gate. Alan McCullough, the writer who also did the commentary, he said how daunting it was to create a new recurring character in the form of Paul Emerson. Quite a bit of pressure put on. You've got to get it right first time. Mm-hmm. Hopefully the casting's right as well. Yes, sir. Oh, and Chief, call Peterson Air Base. I need to take a little trip to Area 51. Right away, sir. Why? You'll see. Been there before. <laughs> We've seen that shot before as well. It's the same truck. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Yeah, I'm much thinner. And Nimrus, played by Murray Chaikin. General, they told me you were coming, but I didn't believe them. I said, I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> well, here I am. A uh, fun character. <laughs> you come to visit a condemned prisoner empty-handed? Unfortunately, uh, Maury passed away four years ago. Mm. But if you tell me what I need to know, <laughs> I'll arrange a feast, the likes of which you have not seen since you set foot on this planet. Feast. <laughs> I do not use the word lightly. Yeah, perhaps could tempt him with a, a Yorkie or something. <laughs> How may I be of service, my dear General? Now the question is, yep. is this one of his plans? Mm. How and why? Steal it. Beamed right off the planets with Asgard technology, as far as we know. Well, that must be maddening for you. Uh, Maybe Rodney's collecting them. It is. <laughs> yes, just a bit. Yeah. I already have an idea who it might be. Well, if you're so smart, 
What do you need me for? I have a theory. I still need some answers. <laughs> I wonder if this is where they got the idea for the Midway Gate, as it will become known as. Yep. Mm. Dietary requirements on a more permanent... Every minute you waste trying to negotiate, I take one item off the menu. Can we talk over appetizers? <laughs> well, what is the menu? You haven't actually shown him the menu yet. <laughs> Come on, give him a taste. <laughs> one egg. Yeah, book a KFC on the table. Let the uh, aroma. <laughs> I've hurt my hand beating you up so much. <laughs> I'm still amazed they actually hit Sam. Sorry, I dragged you into this. Oh, it happens all the time. I know, the fiends. Uh, it'd be an open hand slap, wouldn't it? Mm, no, that would cause a cut, no. Yeah, true. You had a furrowed brow. Deeply worried man. How's your day going? We've been recalled by the Alliance. Well, you can't say we didn't tell you so. Oh, dear. <laughs> I no longer have any reason to keep you alive. No, wait, I, I, I can think of a reason. Oopsie. Come on, the rest you want. Yeah. There are worlds out there who will pay a lot of money for them. <laughs> if more bad guys decided, oh, just kill them, be done with it. Mm. My instructions were quite clear. Take care of Mr. Shaft last. I want him to watch the others go first. Your deaths will serve as a warning to your people never to meddle with our operations in the future. Oh, there you go. Why did you have to ruin it? You, beam out. Do tear first. At the very least, take him out into the middle of nowhere. It will save you doing it. Hmm. <laughs> chicken. That's a big chicken leg. This chicken is most plump and delicious. You spoil me, General. It's called turkey. Turkey? Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, I must have more turkey. <laughs> What's this? And if you look halfway up the uh, vertical bars, you'll see some grooves. There was a horizontal bar they had to take out because, as you can see, it was blocking his face. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, it was welded on. They were metal bars. <laughs> it caused him a few problems. Uh-huh. No, General, no, 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 no. I meant that as the most sincere form of flattery. You are one of the more intelligent human beings I have ever had the pleasure of meeting. And I assure you, General, that this meal has just begun. <laughs> and again, how do you keep all that stuff warm? Not only that, is, is that food available in the Area 51 canteen or do they have to <laughs> bring in the good stuff? I was running the operation. Worrell knows this. Tell him to get back here. Oh, come on, that's ridiculously close. Mm. Of course it is. <laughs> SG-1. Oh, like it. They go from sitting down to standing up. <laughs> good beaming technology. Uh, they should be untied as well. And look, Amanda looks refreshed, glowing yeah. even. I saw that recent photo of her in, and I was calling them thinking, what is mm. she taking and where can I get some? <laughs> she did look rather good, didn't she? <laughs> she looked bloody incredible. Cheer up, Colonel. <laughs> You're in, in charge of an interstellar starship. Smile at the very least. No, that our newest and most improved one. Yeah. We received this intel from Stargate Command a few hours ago. Did they all need their own personal pad? <laughs> There's a big screen behind him. Point the laser yes, pointer to it and start, start the conference. <laughs> yeah, we saw one of them disappear. Do we know why? Not yet, nor do we know where he is. What of the Lucian Alliance? For the moment, General Landry considers this our top priority. Cameron's has got porn on. Daniel's got his library. <laughs> Tilk is playing Gallagher. <laughs> I want to say the overloaded PowerPoints where they've got to recharge these every 10 hours. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're very powerful, but the battery life's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> And General Landry can be pretty persuasive when he needs to be. Nerus, you have the most atrocious table manners of any person I've ever met. General, please. And again, they had a lot of trouble in the editing bay. All the food on the bars here. <laughs> they didn't really see how bad it looked until after it was all shot. <laughs> they even considered actually digitally removing some of it. <laughs> Nerus? Why would Nerus be this sloppy? Desert! <laughs> Young man, you have positively read my mind. Come in, come in. And how would the food get on Landry's side of the bars? Yeah. <laughs> Just put... Ooh, what a... 
Uh. Boinkies? Like a big book game. Yeah. <laughs> Individually frosted cakes! Cakes! <laughs> this guy lives life to the full. Yep. So, Clever, you figured out the perpetrator. What do you think? We assume he intends to offer them back to the planets he's stolen them from in exchange for some form of payment. You're not very intelligent, are you, General? Sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> Is it gone already? Good God. Yeah, straight down. <laughs> A few minutes ago, he was the most intelligent human being he's ever met. Yeah. Mm. What is it that Baal once had? And we're thinking. Yeah. Think of it. Well, he had power, dominion. Mm -hmm. He had Kitesh. Yes. Of what he has lost. He wouldn't want Kitesh back. <laughs> he's starting over. Precisely. See? There's still hope for you yet. No, but I think he'd still want the woman. Mm. Baal came to me looking for a way to rebuild in the event that the Jaffa ever succeeded in conquering the Ga'ul. Now, I had been studying the Stargate system for months to help you defeat the Replicators, incidentally. <laughs> just to remind it. Yeah, I'll just remind you of my excellence. <laughs> so you could move a Stargate and not have it transmit its new position to the rest of the network. Precisely. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. We need to find another Katush. Has put my research into practice. Which leads us to where? Die. Hmm. The beauty of the system, though, is that it could be anywhere in the known galaxy. Mm. <laughs> or outside it, really. Hmm. All you need to do is configure the coordinates. He is not playing now. Hmm. Well. Absolutely not. Once he has set the program, it will be impossible to detect. Your freedom just isn't on the table, Nerus. But I'm sure there is something else we can offer. My dear Jeff, I rarely say this, so please take it to heart when I say that for the moment, I'm full. <laughs> Shiny. I do like the way they spin. Mm. There's no need for them to spin, but it looks like they're alive. Maybe it helps generate the gravity. Mm, and it just makes it, you know, it's not a matte painting. He doesn't look so impressive now he's in the presence of his boss. Yep. <laughs> what were you thinking, Morel? Please don't kill me. Why would I do that? The last time I heard you say that to someone named... I'm just stunned that you would honestly believe that SG-1 would steal the gate and trap themselves on the planet. Well, I... Uh... You had them for almost two days and you learned nothing. On your knees, boy, on your knees. And now two-thirds of our crop will rot uselessly. If we could bring in cargo ships. This is Natan, Eric Steinberg, American actor. He's been in Pretty Little Liars, Mentalist, a couple of soaps, Young and the Restless, Days of Our Lives, Daybreak and 24. He's quite menacing. Hmm. They're of little consequence. We have spies all over the galaxy. <laughs> uh, the little minions. Oh, look, he's got a pain stick in the background. <laughs> That might have been handy when torturing guests you want. Mm. Instead of just smacking them across the map. Saving the sore hand. <laughs> yeah. See, that's how you're threatened. Mm. You don't make a show emotional, just simple statements of fact. Oh. <laughs> I trust you're all packed. Yes, with a sizable assortment of, uh, what do you call them? Uh, cupcakes. <laughs> yes, uh, a, a most generous point to concede in our negotiation, General. Consider it a going away present. Well, I'm touched. Yes, you are. <laughs> It took some convincing. <laughs> well, superiors can sometimes be difficult. No reason why Ball would not mm -hmm. move him somewhere else, knowing that he's been captured. He might actually think he's dead. You know what? It probably doesn't occur to Ball that they'd actually imprison him and try to use him for information. Unless, of course, you don't intend to honour. I think you know by now I'm a man of my word. <laughs> oh. oh, yes, of course you are. Then you should have no trouble believing me when I say that if you're lying about these coordinates, there will be nowhere in this galaxy for you to hide. Oh, I believe you. I'm glad. Farewell! <laughs> it's hard to believe, to be honest, but yeah. as we come to learn, there's a method to his actions. Mm. <laughs> rattle, rattle, rattle. Let's... <laughs> <laughs> Should I dial the coordinates you left, sir? No, it's probably a black hole, or worse. If I've learned one thing in this command, it's never to trust a Ga'uld, especially if his name is Nerus. Back to work, Walter. 
the little uh, comedy background music. No comedic music now. No bad news now. Yeah, you know the dress you told me not to dial. I kind of dialed it. <laughs> I was bored. <laughs> the gate's on fire. <laughs> By the way, is it too late for me to put my vacation in? Yes. Send the coordinates to Odyssey ASAP. Yes, sir. Sir, if you don't mind my asking. How did we plant the beacon on Nehru's? Yes, sir. It was a piece of cake. He ate it. Mm -hmm. Oh. <laughs> they probably <laughs> relied on him swallowing it whole anyway. Hmm. It doesn't strike me as someone that chews six times. The Odyssey looks a little bit darker than the Daedalus. Hmm. More orangey. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Maybe they haven't looked the lights up yet. Yeah, they're going in on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, without shields. Our shields have only been tested in simulations, but our weapons and navigation are online. Let's take him down. Can we try not to break a ship this week? <laughs> <laughs> we can promise nothing. Can we fit close to this thing? Eventually. Oh, nice! Wait. And Jaffa doesn't look too impressed. No. Who's this, my lord? <laughs> I want you to. It's a. It's called a cupcake. Cupcake. So He's been eating cupcakes on the journey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> During transit through the yeah. wormhole. <laughs> Ball is not impressed. I thought you made yourself quite comfortable with the tower. Or was it the Ori? You. You actually believed that that I would defect to the Ori. <laughs> well, you did. So he knows he was alive then. No, no, it was a temporary lapse of judgment, I admit. But uh, I, I had never in, in my in my life ever wavered one iota in my devotion. Sire. <laughs> yeah, I've got to admit, Cliff Simon plays this to a T. Yes, he does. Are you certain you were not followed? I am a genius, you know. <laughs> So you insist? Yes, and so I have proven in my service to you time and time again. He hasn't got the quite dandyish outfit he had on mm. last time. I can't remember. I think it might have been the, the season eight he... episode. They're gonna kill him off. Yeah. It's just the fact that Cliff Simon's devastating the answer. <laughs> the bastard. Yeah, this is a question they ask as well. Why would they be talking sometimes in human voices, other times as gold? Mm. It seemed a bit hit and miss, flanging the voices. Hmm. Harrowing ordeal. Nice. <laughs> now, how do we know this one is the real ball? Mm. Has he got a special tattoo? <laughs> I have quite many balls. From what little we know of Ball's ship, there's only one cargo hold big enough to store the Stargates. That's here. We beam onto the ship, make our way to the cargo hold, and... Tag the gates with these suckers. Locator beacons. They only operate through subspace, so they shouldn't be detected. Once we lock onto their signal, we beam back the gates, beam ourselves out, and hopefully be gone before Ball knows the difference. Now you would have thought a ship that size would have more than one cargo hold that could hold a gate, or more. Mm. No, that one massive open space in the middle of it seems to be a bit of a design mm. error. Well, yeah, you'd think it'd be some sort of fighter bay, or mm. with a ring transporter close by at the very least, you know, as cargo. You wouldn't want to be getting a pump truck and pulling it around the ship. Hmm. So, the modern equivalent of the USB stick. <laughs> the old style. And a curved display. Oh. General Landry had Dr. Lee program a virus into several of Neuris' devices. As soon as he interfaces one of them with the ship, it should kill all their systems. Shields, sensors, weapons. Colonel Emerson, this is flight deck. We're coming out of hyperspace now, sir. Understood. We're on our way. Well done, Dr. Lee. <laughs> yes. Remarkably productive this episode for not being in it. <laughs> He's mentioned. I wonder if he gets paid. I doubt it. He doesn't own the character. The writers probably would, who uh, actually originally invented him. Nairus didn't waste time for a change. <laughs> hey, oh. Stop touching the light switch. <laughs> How can that be? I have limited power back online. Looks like the systems are being disrupted from within the ship. Uh-oh. Now, what has changed recently? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Star Trek doors. Yeah, hard to make an impressive entrance, isn't it, when you've got to pull your skirts up? <laughs> Come with me. It makes sense if one the door slammed, shut suddenly on one of the Japan and sort of cut them in half. Not very clanky. 
So many convenient places convenient. to uh... They went to town lighting this. This looks done it. <laughs> uh, the braziers help, of course. You're gonna wonder how much oxygen they waste. Understood. We will hold the station within beaming range. <laughs> knock, knock. <laughs> oh, hello. Oh, it's just a teeny tiny virus. I'm sure I can eradicate it in short order as soon as I get control of the terminal. Yes, household adapt. What more devious than I thought you were. Disappoint me. I'll keep you informed. Thank you. Not quick on reading body language, is he? No. Nope. <laughs> he probably thinks he can talk himself out of any situation, and he probably has throughout these God knows how many years he's been around. Oh, here you are again. Uh, well, I, I don't think that, that shooting the console will help, but you can try. <laughs> See, that's what we like. A leader who's willing to do his own dirty work. Yep. I don't suppose there's anything I can say. <laughs> no, console won't work. Oh. <laughs> I'm so interested. No words. Uh, didn't have the effects budget. The great thing about that, Brad Wright didn't want Near Us Dead. Yeah. Yeah, because in the commentary they talk about it. And the quote used by Rob C. Cooper was that he was so interesting and it eventually ended up being in the script. <laughs> and of course, like you say, we didn't see him die. Mm. And this is science fiction. Besides, he's a gould. Well, I think a gold knows how to shoot another gold. I'm sure it would have made, a, made a continuum a lot better. Flagship, are you telling me there isn't sarcophagus on board? We have an intruder on the ship. Oh boy. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine. We're going to need more locators. That do. Although I think there's more than one. Yeah, is this bowl's flagship? We don't really know which is which, do we? It just could be a ship. Colonel Mitchell. Company. <laughs> People to kill. Lots and lots. I haven't killed anybody in a... Whoa! Beyond you still. <laughs> he almost feels sorry for him. <laughs> having to carry around all that armor, which does no good against all the people. Houston, we have a problem. What is it? Sir. Another three motherships just dropped out of hyperspace. What? Intercepting a hail, sir. Attack vessel. This is Natan of the Lucian Alliance. Surrender now, or you will be destroyed. <laughs> okay. Oopsie. Might get a bit complicated. Then we will be destroyed because our ship is incomplete. Yeah. Tell you what, we'll get out of the way and let you guys have a nice fight. Don't mind us. Lucian Alliance. This is Colonel Emerson, commander of the Earth vessel Odyssey. Please respond. Sir, they powered up weapons. Target appears to be Ball's ship. SG-1, this is Odyssey, what's your status? SG-1 are too busy playing games on bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> a bit busy at the moment. <laughs> yes, more locators. More, yeah. There's too many gates. <laughs> Our position has been compromised. We are attempting to proceed with the mission. Be advised, Lucian Alliance just showed up. You can't go up against all of them with an untested ship. They're targeting Ball's ship. we got to get you out of there now. That's a negative. I'm still tagging the gate. Been doing this a lot longer than we thought. Yeah, more bullets. Mm. Why haven't they got any of them little dun spears that used to roll about all the time? One of them would easily fix the problem. Yeah, it would. How many gates are there? Mm. Wow, well, I think. Status. And they are considered the size of this cargo holds about the same size as our tiny little hangar bays and can hold all the gate. <laughs> Conveniently got the sensors back on. Hmm. We're being hailed. Put them on screen. This is Natan of the Lucian Alliance. You have cargo that belongs to us. You will surrender it and your ship now. You are in no position to make such demands. You have no shields and no weapons. Surrender immediately or prepare to be boarded. How quickly they uh, lose their fear of a system lord. <laughs> Fire on. Target weapons and hyperdrive engines. <laughs> My ship's bigger than yours and I've got three on them. Oh, nice. <laughs> where exactly are the engines on one of those ships? I mean, where? Sir, the Lucian Alliance vessel is open fire. SG-1, stand by for extraction. 
attaching the last beacon now. Go! Activating transport. I've managed to restore shields. Sir? Thank you, Captain Obvious. <laughs> I wondered what them big blasts of energy going past us were. Can't sit for long! about captain fire forward rail guns at the lead ship looks like we're going to be testing our shields yeah sound effects in space <laughs> your ass on the line at least they're not firing missiles because they never work against anything nope. no. although the rail guns do have a rapid rate of fire mm. they're not quite drones but they're pretty impressive negative sir so much for the transporters if all geos can block them Alright, we need to find our way off this boat. Come on, Sam, they're all <laughs> there looking you at go. you. Click. <laughs> <laughs> Are we really going to do this again? We can always rely on Carter. Covering fire! Hey, no, Sam, you're not supposed to be doing the covering fire. You're supposed to be doing whatever it is you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, start down the gate manually. <laughs> My lord, I'm showing imminent shield failure. Sir, ball ship just lost shields. Get them out of there now. We've got all the gate, and our ship is about a quarter of the size of a attack. We couldn't get a lock on its beacon. What about SG-1? Negative, sir. And what blew Oops. up rather suddenly? Boom. Ball ship has been destroyed. Concentrate all weapons fire on the Earth vessel. All three Lucian Alliance vessels are targeting us now, sir. Engage hyperdrive. Let's leave. Yep. Damn, first time out and we've failed to say that stupid one. I'm never going to hear the end of this. <laughs> I'm not going back to Earth. We're going to turn space pirate. Well, they didn't leave the tension for long, did they? No. <laughs> Build it up a bit. <laughs> they could have had 30 seconds of everybody worrying. Glad to see you. I'm a little surprised to see you come through the gate. Colonel Carter successfully reprogrammed one of the DHDs in Ball's cargo hold so that we could, in fact, escape. Well done. With your permission, sir, we should let the Odyssey know that we're okay. They probably fear the worst. Of course yeah, you did. That doesn't explain why that gate couldn't be, wasn't beamed out with the rest of them. Ah, uh, they took the locator off, didn't they? Ah, oh, so we, in case it was taken. Yeah, the, the Odyssey locked on the locators, and that gate didn't have one. Mm -hmm. That'd be funny, she's halfway through programming and it gets beamed out. <laughs> Again? <laughs> oh, look at Daniel. Uh, I'll hit the shower as well. Good thinking, Sam. We are indeed suitably employed. Suitably employed. <laughs> Let's just follow Sam to the sheriff. Stop bundling your weapon. <laughs> it does not look like he has the strength to fire that thing one-handed. Uh, and that was Off the Grid. Mm. I don't think it's the best episode of Season 9. Some of it was a little, well, a little cheesy to be honest, but overall not too bad. Oh, that was a good episode. I liked it. Well, it had its moments. Sam looked pretty impressive. Tilp had the time of his life on board. It's always good to see him opening up with uh, his little machine guns. Hmm. And really, any time we get ball back, it's always good too. Yeah. How many balls did we ball? <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we know Ford died on that ship. Do we still have balls in the air? <laughs> We're juggling all our balls. You want to carry on? <laughs> I think we've, we've seen, is it six? Or, yeah, we've seen six killed, haven't we, so far? Hmm. A lot more to come as the episode roll along. That's it. Like the 13 at one stage. Mm. Jack? Daniel? Are you you? Yeah. You? What? I like the yellow ones. Never mind. Here is the birthday list for the week of May the 4th. As usual, lots more to come, which we'll mention on the relevant days. We'll begin on the 6th with the birthday of Caven Smith, who played Major Evan Lorne on both Stargate SG-1 and Atlantis, in a total of 23 episodes. He also guest starred on Eureka, Rogue, Supernatural, and has made a number of genre TV movies, like Iron Invader and Red the Werewolf Hunter. On the 8th of May, we have three notable birthdays. The first is Patrick McKenna, who appeared in two episodes of SG-1 playing the bumbling scientist Jay Felger, but made his name on Royal Canadian Air Force and The Red Green Show. David Winning, the director of Childhood's End, shares this birth date and he has also worked on Lost Girl, Dinotopia, Andromeda and Earth Final Conflict. The last of the trio is Jonathan Young, who was wonderful as Nikola Tesla on Sanctuary, 
appeared on two episodes of Atlantis as Dr. Parrish. The ninth sees Anna Louise Plowman celebrating her birth. She was the most captivatingly evil Osiris, a.k.a. Dr. Sarah Gardner, in five episodes of SU-1. She has also been in Doctor Who, Holby City and Six Bullets. And finally, on the 10th of May, a happy birthday to John Scalazzi, the noted author who was the creative consultant on Stargate Universe. And you'll also see him on the episode of Tabletop, which I don't think I've seen yet. I'll have to check that episode out. We had a little bit of feedback for last week's show with The Tower. First up on our Google Plus group, Dirk Yapple posted, God damn it, he is Kirk, in response to John Shepard's getting of the girl. And I responded, well, the poor lad, what's a good American boy supposed to do in that situation? Lie like a trooper when reporting to his female boss, I guess. Over on our Facebook group, Brad Moore posted, Oh God, here we go. After voting on the poll, yes, only once, season two wasn't that bad, but then there's this mess. I replied, it wasn't that bad. Fun at times. Brad replied, my gripe is more about the plot and the fact we find another city ship, yet it's never mentioned again. I responded, yes, you would think it would be rather more important, as why would it be there in the first place? Also, a big thank you to Gate Tech Alpha 6 for posting in his own feed and various Stargate groups, the evil British royalty are taking over the world one village at a time, and we discover a sister city to Atlantis, the single most powerful piece of ancient tech in Pegasus. That hasn't been mentioned prior or post-episode. A real pity. Anyway, this week, John stretches the Kirk muscle in the Gatecast episode, The Tower. Check it out now. Always appreciate the support and spreading the word. Thanks, everyone. And all those who mentioned, retweeted and just carried on the Stargate and not always Stargate-related chat over on Twitter. Always enjoyable to interact with people of a like mind and occasionally not so much, since we are not all cut from the same cloth. I have decided to extend the two polls for another couple of weeks, and it's a token payment, but I know how well previous polls have done, and it does take a little time to make everyone who keeps an eye on our show or is a fan of the franchise aware of the opportunity. And well, my own ego wants more people to vote. If you want to get in touch with us, and we sure hope you do, then feel free to talk about anything Stargate or Gatecast, positive or negative, and of course we would appreciate any direct support via iTunes or Stitcher. So a simple click on a rating, or even better, a review would do wonders for us. You can contact us via our email, which is gatecastpodcast.gmail.com, or make use of the contact options on our main website, which is gatecast.co.uk. You can also find us on Twitter, at the Gatecast, which is one word, and we have a presence on Facebook and Google Plus under Gatecast, or find us via a generic Stargate search. We are on Stitcher Internet Radio and have an iTunes listing. Again, a standard search will find us. More ratings mean we are higher on their search results. Surprisingly, thanks to our Sequest bonus show, we are listed very high on that search criteria, more so than Stargate. Go figure. We'd love to hear from you, but for now, let's get back to the show. Okay then, folks, that was Off the Grid. And next week, we return to Atlantis for the Sam Carter and Rodney McKay episode, Grace Under Pressure. Ooh. Hope you can join us for that. Is that the water one? That's the water one. Yay. Mm. I just gaze adoringly at the picture of Amanda. I'll, I might love you and leave you and get back on the road. Yep. Yeah. Thanks very much, Brad, for joining us again. Cheers. Thanks for the opportunity. He's turned into a sound effect on the $6 million man. Until then, I've been Mike. I've been Alan. And I've been Brad. Take care, everybody, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever. Bye-bye.